Daily Dirt Nap, Money Talks. Own your life. With Jared Dillian and Money Talk on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. It is 7.36 on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. And Jared Dillian, the money guy, is here. He got a haircut. He looks like a little boy. (laughs) You want to see me look like a little boy? Watch me shave this. Oh, my gosh. I look like a baby. Yeah. He has a goatee now. No, you wouldn't. (laughs) Not a baby. I'm still still checking you for your ID. I have a very round face. I look like Charlie Brown. (laughs) Charlie Ah. Brown. Hey, I got to ask you. So on, on Twitter, X, whatever. I love how you've been posting your critics. Yeah. And then you like hammer them onto the top. It's just, it's hilarious. Not even, you'll say, thank you. After some <laughs> guy calls you a complete putz and totally off base. And I'm using the kinder words. You're like on a roll here. What are you doing? It's <laughs> why, really funny. Why are they criticizing you for your book? Here, let me, here, let me see. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got to find, cause you got a bunch of them. You just did it. Where, where is it? Uh, oh, bah, ha, ha, ha. You're an absolute clown. Thank you, Matt. And you list his 50 million long, whatever, you know, address on Twitter. It's yep. just, it's hilarious. It's not even a tag. It's just, you list it. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I mean, it, so basically what I'm doing there is like, if you're a rando on Twitter, you have an address that's like your first name and a bunch of numbers. Yeah, you that's what, what I mean? you're doing. Yeah. So like, I'm like, thank you, first name, bunch of numbers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this guy, this tweet's going to be a screenshot, bud. Still time to delete. And you went, oh, thank you, Justin B. Nine, four, seven, eight, five. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's just this random <laughs> stuff. You're, you're killing me with this stuff. Well, there was, there was the big tweet from the other day where the Bitcoin thing. No, no, no. Where I said, uh, um, I don't like to brag, but I didn't go to Harvard. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Here's the bit. Now, I hate to point out the obvious, but this hearing marked the top in Bitcoin and that was, you posted that a couple of days ago, referencing this discussion in, I don't even know where it was, with J.P. Morgan guy and all that yep. on December 6th. So what is that? Because we have a lot of people that listen on the uh, Showtime Autoglass text line, always asking, what is his thoughts on Bitcoin? Well, it was a hearing about um, capital requirements for banks. Like, the government is thinking about increasing capital requirements, which is a bad idea, because the banks the banks are kind of over-regulated as it is. Jamie Dimon was there. Brian Moynihan was there. David Solomon was there. But Elizabeth Warren asked Jamie Dimon a question about Bitcoin, and Jamie Dimon just crapped all over Bitcoin and said it should be illegal. (laughs) And Elizabeth Warren said, yes, I think so, too. And after that, she drafted a piece of legislation to actually make it illegal, which is not going anywhere. Like, it's, it's you know, she's, she's kind of a crazy person. But um, what's interesting is that Bitcoin was around 45000 when that hearing was happening, and now it's much lower. You know, which I, that's all I was saying is I thought that was interesting. So, okay. Well, I was just commenting on you yeah. having fun on your account. Yeah. So we saw yesterday that the stock market hit highs for 2023. It was a big, big deal I saw, and I know nothing about it, but it had something to do with the Federal Reserve. Yeah. So we had a Fed meeting yesterday. Um, gosh, you know, I think I hate to be the one to say I told you so, but I will say the one. I will, I will be the one to say that I said that in the first place. Like it's the Fed is going to cut rates and, you know, they're not cutting rates because the economy is weak. They're cutting rates because 
they hiked too much and they're taking some of those rate hikes back. Mm. Okay. Okay. And uh, this is the more complicated explanation of that, but inflation is 2.3% as measured by core PCE. That's the measure that the Fed looks at. So inflation is 2.3%. That's good, right? That's good. Okay. And Fed funds, the Fed funds interest rate is at 5.5%, which means that real interest rates, 5.5 minus 2.3 equals 3.2. Real interest rates are 3.2%, which is very high, which is very restrictive. Mm. So the Fed wants the Fed wants to cut rates about 1% over the next year to get back to sort of neutral territory, right? That's really all they're trying to do. Um, and I, you know, I said that was going to happen for a while and they, they basically said they were doing that at yesterday's meeting. So the bond market rallied, the, the 10 year interest rate is now below 4%. So to put this in terms, you can understand, you know, the 10 year interest rate was above 5% about two months ago. Wow. So mortgage rates have gone from, around eight to below seven. Mm-hmm. So if you were the unfortunate person that bought a house and took out a mortgage at 8%, you really have the ability to refinance now. Like it, you can, you can, you can refinance. It would be worth it. it would especially be worth it. if you're going to stay, you know? Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Now, you might, now there's, you know, there's some, you might get an opportunity to refinance again in the future. Like, I actually think rates are going to continue to come down. Mm-hmm. Liz is pulling up mortgage rates here. Yeah. Um, I, I think rates are going to continue to come down. But, yeah, you have the ability to refinance here. Yeah. I mean, it says here that a top offer on bank rate is 6.38%. That's the lowest right now. The national average is 742 yeah, it's, so, yeah, it's come down a lot. It's yeah. come down a lot. Yeah, look at this, 6.2 with Sage Home Loans Corporation. So if you're down two points, better cash in on that. Yep, yep, And absolutely. you need an attorney in South Carolina. By the way, Angie Knight of the Grand Strand Law Group did mine. Because when the Fed Reserve in 2020 lowered their rate to, what, zero? Yeah. I went and refinanced. Absolutely. That was a great yep, yep. opportunity. And I got, uh, and I thought I got a great deal back then. It was in the threes. I got even less a year later. Yeah. 2.9. Yeah. Did you get a mortgage? Did you? For my new house? Yeah. So I have a construction loan that turns into a mortgage. Mm-hmm. And I got what's called a 10 year arm at four and a quarter. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad. So basically, it's fixed for ten years at four and a quarter, and then it floats after that. Ooh, and the th- the thinking I was, scary. I would probably oh, have it paid off in ten years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then you won't have to even worry about that. Yep. <laughs> All right. So what do you want to talk to us about today? Oh, I don't know. I finished. Uh, I finished my class at Coastal, which was absolutely terrific. What did you I had teach? A, I had a great. Gr- I had a great bunch of kids. I was teaching uh, personal finance. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty interesting. You Is know, it the- based on your book. Did you use your book as a well, uh, syllabus? I, I, so I sort of did, but I, the book's not out yet. But I can tell you that when I teach this class in the future, I'm going to assign the book in uh-huh. class. Okay. Um, you know, it was mostly freshmen. And I kind of forget how, you know, when I was 18 years old, like, I didn't know anything about anything. Like, I just, 
you know, all of these concepts would have been completely foreign to me. So, you know, I'd, I'd ask, I'd ask the class, like, have you ever heard of Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Ginny Mae, and like no hands go up. And I'm like, that's like, I was always kind of amazed at how, you know, how little they knew. But like, then I remember when I was 18 years old, like I didn't know any of this stuff either. Right, right. You know, like. You're coming out of high school. Yeah. 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 So what was the, what did you learn from them? What did I learn from them? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> one one of the interesting things is is that uh, in the syllabus I said if you do everything in the class, if you do all the homework, if you do the oral presentation, if you take the exams, it doesn't matter what grade you get, you will get a C in the class. I said as long as you do everything, you will get a C in the class. So out of a class of twenty four students, or, I only or above. A C or above. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, out of a class of about 24 students, only about four or five did all the assignments. Okay. Which is mind-boggling to me. Yeah. Like, you can guarantee yourself a C. All you have to did do is just Did anybody get less than in. a C? Yes. Jeez. Yes. Four people did. And what is this, an elective? Uh, it is an elective. It, it fulfills some requirement. It fulfills like an econ requirement or something like that, mm-hmm. but it is an elective. And what do you yeah. teach in personal finance? Uh, I mean, you teach about credit cards, you teach about mortgages, you teach about car loans, you uh-huh. teach about investing, uh, all that stuff. Yeah. So. And what is, um, you know, for example, what would be one of their projects that they had to do? The, um, what was the question? Or Well, there was, a, I had them do a paper, which was 1,500 words, where they had to come up with a financial plan. Mm-hmm. For, basically for their entire life, like the next 10 or at least the next 10 or 20 years. Okay. Like, uh, what kind of job are they going to get? How much money were they going to make? How much they were going to save? Wow. What a valuable um, task. What, uh, you know, what they were going to invest in, like what kind of debt they were going to take out. And they did a terrific job on it. They did it. They, they put a lot of thought into so it. So which one impressed you the most? Which that, student? That well, I can't say gonna, the name of the student. Not the student, but I mean, which plan? What plan really was like, huh, this kid's got it. Um, I'm, I don't, I, I got to tell you, I was impressed by all of them. But it, like, like some of them were interesting because one student wanted to be a DJ. Like he, huh. ar- he already is a DJ. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to travel around and do these gigs, and I'm going to get paid this, and I'm going to save it and stuff like that. I'm like, that's that's pretty cool, ah. you know. So yeah, what were some of the jobs that they wanted uh, to have? Uh, dentist was one of them. Oh, um, a, a, quite a few people wanted to work in real estate in some capacity. Hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of a lot of people want to be real estate investors. Okay. Um, yeah, it was super interesting. That's because of all those TikTok videos. I was watching. Um, I, I you know a lot of TikTok videos come up. <clears throat> about how to make money. It's like the same topic. I don't know if you know that that's a thing um, on social media, is that you you perfectly transcribe someone else's TikTok and then you reproduce it yourself using diff- the same type of template and then it goes viral because you pick the most viral videos and eventually yours will go viral too. So you just kind of like a copycat. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. And people are doing it. And I was always wondering why are they all giving the same information? I didn't understand it, but now I know because I did some uh, research on affiliate marketing and very interesting. And so one of the things was you buy a house, you live in it for two years, 
you you keep that house, but you buy the next house using the equity and rent out the first one. Uh-huh. And you live in the next one for two years because I think that avoids capital gains or whatever, yep. flipping, whatever that is. And you do that until you own five properties. And that's how you become rich. Yeah, that's kind of like what uh, what Robert Kiyosaki was telling people to do. Pretty similar. Do well, the passive they income take thing. this. They take this and they make these videos. And they become very, very, very good passive income on just making those videos, sharing those bits. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have a TikTok account? I do. Oh, man. Yeah. I do. I do not. I do not. The reason why I have one is because my son was a TikTok influencer and he was making videos for Bang Energy. And he Seriously? Was, and he was making $300 for 12-second videos and he had to make two a week. And I was in a lot of them. And so we would put them on TikTok. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Bang Energy went out of business. What? Or at least the, I, I last I heard they were filing for bankruptcy. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Why? I, I have no idea. Probably because they spent too much on marketing. Energy drinks. <laughs> well, energy drinks go. are a super interesting business. Bang energy. Like Red Bull spends sixty percent of their revenue on marketing. Yeah. The, the cost of goods sold well, is hey, like ten percent of the cost. Yeah, they spend sixty percent of their money on marketing. Yeah, so. look at that. Back in a year ago. Bang Energy's parent company files for Chapter 11. Is that why I can't get all my favorite Bang stuff? Maybe. It says here, parent company of Bang Energy seeks Chapter 11 protection after a judge ordered it to pay $293 million to Monster for interfering with retailers and falsely advertising the mental and physical benefits of Bang drinks. Yeah, didn't know that. Me either. Look at that. I wonder if that's why my it bang one of the up most, went silent. It was one of the most um, asked for requested drinks at, at the Reckless Rooster. Bang. Yeah. yeah. I love their coffee yeah. drinks. I'd have one every day and that's it. Mm. Now I don't, I don't even find them or see them anymore. Interesting. Yeah. And my hookup went silent. Yeah. You know who I mean. Yeah. Bang and Edward. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So. What else is on your mind? What are you investing in these days? Diamonds? Someone asked diamonds. about gold. What do you think about gold? Someone asked. Oh, I ask about diamonds. So so gold is pretty interesting these days. So two weeks ago, two Sundays ago, gold put in a new all-time high. It traded up to about twenty-one thirty-five an ounce. Wow. And then it just collapsed. It what? absolutely collapsed down to about nineteen eighty. It's trading twenty twenty-seven right now. Um, a lot of this is technical. Like you see a lot of things, especially currencies, if they make new highs or lows in the Sunday Asia session, then that's usually the higher low for a while. So I'm not too worried about gold. I think it's going to continue to go higher. Uh, it went up a lot yesterday after the Fed meeting. So still bullish on it. But... What about diamonds? She asked about diamonds. So something interesting, There's a, I, I know a guy, his name is Cormac Kinney, and he started a company called Diamond Standard. Hmm which is basically securitizing diamonds and making them available to trade, okay? Hmm. So there's they're going to there's going to be a diamond exchange traded fund, there's going to be a diamond ETF, there's going to be diamond futures. Uh wow. I do I do know that the price of diamonds is down a lot from the highs. The price of diamonds has been falling. Mm-hmm. And what so this So now's the time to get that engagement ring? 
Yes, it is. Yeah, diamonds are cheap relative to where they were before. But one thing I'll say about diamonds, a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to buy this engagement ring and it's going to be worth something someday. It's an investment. Absolutely not. No. Unless you buy a diamond that is bigger than one carat, they're a terrible investment. If you buy like a half carat diamond or a 0.4 carat diamond, as soon as you walk out of the jewelry store, it's worth half as much. Yep. And like when you even try even if to you s- get it appraised, it's worth. Yeah, nothing. when you when you try to sell it back, you're not gonna you're not gonna get anything. I for talked, it. you know, I talked to my friend who used to be a jeweler in Manhattan about this, and he disagreed. And I said, I think gold is worth more than diamonds, and he disagreed. He disagreed that gold is worth more than diamonds. Yeah. Well, okay. And I felt like the way you felt. Yeah. Because that's what I've heard. Because. I know, you know, you can get your diamond appraised, but you're never going to sell it for that. Yeah, but I will say, if you spend fifty to a hundred thousand dollars on a diamond, if you get a, like right. a two or three okay. carat diamond, diamond and... that that diamond is going to hold its value. Mm-hmm. Right, like you, you'll be able to sell that for something. So, I looked into this. I looked into this like ten years ago. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I want to invest in diamonds, and yes, I said to my wife, was I was like. I was like, maybe I'll get you like a two or three carat diamond that'll be like a hundred grand, and we can just have it as an investment. But I never did it. So and you can wear it once in a while. Well, yeah. diamonds are big money for the <laughs> retailers. I know this because I went into a fifty-story building with multiple security. It had all diamond guys in there. I'm thinking, there's a lot of money in this building. Yeah. In New York, in the Diamond District. Yeah, I mean, for the small diamonds, it's like a fifty percent markup. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, or a hundred percent markup. Yeah. 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 That'll be my next job. What's that? Selling jewelry. Oh, I I, I have like always wanted to open a jewelry store. <gasps> Can I work for you? <laughs> I would so I would be so good. I think I think I think opening I a jewelry store would be a though. fantastic business. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Jay. Do you need anybody to clean the toilets? By the way, Christopher's in Pauly's Island is terrific. That's a great jewelry yeah. store. He used oh. to be my client. Yeah, um, I I don't know why he's not my client, anymore. <laughs> but he used to be my client. I used to do his live reads. Oh, Why don't okay. you go tell him? Tell him. Hey, I know. I haven't been in there in a while. Go in there and buy your wife a three carat diamond. For God's sake, she deserves it. Making her wait to move into the house all the time. I bought time. my. I ended up buying my wife a watch. She got a fancy watch. Oh. That's what I did. Yeah. One of those watches that costs as much as a car. Yeah. 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 Wow. Does it tell time? It does tell the time. <laughs> <laughs> Just wondering. All right, Jared Dillian, thank you so much. Thank uh, the you. book is called No Worries. Get it everywhere books are sold, but uh, Amazon and do it by January 23rd. And uh, by the way, I have about 2,600 pre orders right now. I only need about 1,400. So pre order the book. Pre order the book. Take a picture of it, put it in the Christmas card, and voila, you yes. got a gift. Say, say your line for the guy. We're going to get those bastards. Perfect.